of the Living Geek. Incaductic is brought to you today by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash incaductic. Hey, I'm Lindsay Sterling, and you're listening to Incaductic. You're listening to Incaductic with Joshua Evo. What's good, everybody? How y'all been? Happy 2015 in early February. Uh, y'all know me, I'm Joshua Evo. I'm the host of this here show. And uh, welcome back to Incaductic, or for new listeners, welcome to Incaductic. It's the show with the funny name that just has a nerd or a geek or whatever. I'm not even sure what the difference is anymore. I think nerd is meant to be like intellectual, but geek is meant to be like pop. Co- I don't even know. That's just like a thing that never really got defined to me. Anyway, hello. For those of you who don't know, I... I've uh, recently broken off of uh, Geek Force Network. When I when I originally started podcasting, I was part of a uh, geek network or geek content creator network called Geek Force Network, and I've uh, I've since left. And um, sadly, I do have to report that they have actually um, well, they haven't taken on the site, but most of the the Geek Force Network crew has disbanded. And uh, but the, they still create content individually. They're just not you know collective anymore. But you know, I had a, I had a lot of fun with those guys. Uh, they helped me kind of get organized and, and feel like part of a community. So it's, it's, it helped me get my leg into the hole, my leg into my toe into the water when it goes, when it came to all this uh, content creation, webcasting, podcasting stuff. So um, shout outs to you guys, uh, wherever you are. I hope you guys still have like the best of success. Cause um, you know, it was a lot of fun as you may or may not know. I am now partnering with a, uh, a fun little network. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. It's called night of the living geeks. Uh, their website is not LG or is it not LG? I don't know. Sadly, I don't visit my own site all that much. But it's, it's uh, yeah, www.notlg.com. Not as an N-O-T. And uh, I'm, I'm a good friend of uh, one of the casters there, my friend John, who runs uh, Yakety Cast. And uh, I think he does figure four. I'm not sure, but I, don't, I know for sure he runs Yakety Cast. And uh, some great guys have been really awesome to work with. A lot of ambition there. And I look forward to, to growing old with them, as it were. <laughs> Uh, the other thing I need to apologize for is my voice. I just came back from a, uh, a weekend away, thanks to my company, because we did something awesome as far as, as you know, part of the whole building a game and making it happen type of thing. Because you guys know I'm in the video game industry, and there was a lot of shouting, and there may have been a lot of alcohol involved. So if I sound hoarse or voice crackier than usual, that's why. Um, and then I'm still playing a lot of catch up here. How you guys been? Uh, also, uh, Audible. So I'm now not necessarily sponsored, but I do have kind of a pseudo sponsorship from uh, with Audible, uh, the audiobook service. So if you wanna, if you feel like helping out the show and getting out, getting uh, some uh, some free audiobooks in the process, uh, check them out at audibletrial.com/incaductic. Um, you, Megan, told you about it at the start of the show. At least she should have if she's doing her job right. Um, and then there's uh, Megan News. Uh, she actually recently relocated to where from where she was living in Missouri. And she now lives in the Bay Area, so um, I'm not sure what that means as far as the show goes, but, you know, at least now we're in the same time zone so I can harass her about getting notes and, and reviews up on DRE and <laughs> maybe, I don't know, maybe she'll come by and we'll do a we'll do a local show because the Skype ones are great, but they, uh, you always have that ever-present fear of stuff looming over that, you know, the disconnect just be like, oh, so tell us about this amazing detail of whatever it is we're talking about. Well, I... See, is that fun? That is not fun. <laughs> um, yeah, we're coming out in a big way here. Um, I don't have a lot in communications because I've been idle for so long. Again, I apologize for that. Life happened. Uh, you know, the holidays. I needed to find a new job. And just, just in general, stuff happened. But uh, you guys can look forward to me just being back onto fifth gear, I guess it is. I'm just going to jump right back into it because we have a lot of stuff going on. My goodness. Um, <laughs> what do we got? Like Marvel movies are still coming down the pipe. Uh, Jurassic World is right around the corner. Godzilla was amazing, and Toho is making a new movie. There's just a lot to talk about, but um, I'm not going to get to it all in one show. As a matter of fact, I have uh, my first show back. I have uh, Incaduct Talk for you guys, especially if you are toy-slash-collectible fans of the uh, of the video game variety. And to my friends out there, or my listeners who are also collectors of the super-detailed type of uh, Japanese articulated figure toys, 
this is going to be a good one. You're going to want to listen to it. But yeah, stay, just hang around because we got stuff to talk about. For right now, let's let's do something familiar. Let's go to what's in my head. So this is uh, I was recently on a uh, back on one of my punk kicks. I, I do this once in a while. You guys who know me or who have listened, and uh, I was trying, I was trying to think of a, of a song to put up. I was like, what do, what could I what could I use to be like? Oh, you know this this heralds the return of me to the uh, to the uh, to the airwaves. And the only thing that that uh, that popped into my head was a a Voodoo Glow Skull song called "They Always Come Back." It's so apt, isn't it? But here, have a listen. I love punk. It's like the greatest thing in the world, musically. Maybe I don't know. Classical's good too. Video game soundtracks are also good. Uh, yeah, but that yeah. So there's no big explanation there. I like punk, and I always come back. So that's what's in my head. And uh, let's go to the one communication I have. This one is from a while back, but um, it was it's just one that I have to share because it, it helps like finalize stuff. So uh, communication. And this one is from. Uh, at Yakety Cast, my friend John, I was just talking about. It says the uh, at the not LG t- continues to grow. Welcome at in conducting to the rotation. Check out all Josh's past episodes as well. And there's a link, obviously. Uh, you guys know where to find the show. Um, right now, I'm 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 hosting them on uh, on Podbean, but I also post them on discreetair.me, which is still a blog. That's not changing. But um, going forward, you guys can check out the show on not LG, and that's where you'll be able to find me. Um, but I am back, so if people want to start engaging me on Twitter and, and you know getting into uh, into you know, heated internet fights or just just giving me something to talk about on the air, um, I'm back. So uh, well, that was the that was our sole communication. Wow, we're just blowing right through. Okay. Um, oh well, I guess we're at the inter- the uh, internet. This is the internet. Welcome to the internet. We're at the advertisement segment, so um, I'm going to run some ads, and uh, we'll be right back. We're going to do some nerd news, and I will have that interview for you guys. You guys are going to love this. Okay, but in the meantime, uh, let's listen to some ads. Hello, people of the internet. My name is Devin Donato, and I am proud to tell you about Night of the Living Geeks, a podcast network about all the things that you like to geek over. We have podcasts like VidNerds, which features two guys reflecting on movies past and present, awesome and ungodly. There's also YakityCast, which is about two geeks talking about entertainment and life. These shows and more are ready for your ear holes. Just visit notlg.com and listen now. That's notlg.com for Night of the Living Geeks. Hi, I'm Kyle from the Kaiju Cast, the bi-monthly podcast 100% dedicated to Godzilla and all of his rubber-suited foes. You can find us at kaijucast.com, and we're on pretty much all of the social media networks, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, even Instagram. Welcome back. As always, please um, check out, you know, visit, patronize, well, don't, you know, don't, you know cruelly patronize, but do check out, visit all, any of the services, sites, or, or uh or um, well, services and sites and providers and content creators that I mentioned on the show because they're all awesome. There are a couple of content creators that I'm close friends with that need to make me some ads, and I'm back now, so you guys have no excuse, pickles in the microwave. But anyway, so uh, let's get to some nerd news. Okay, so recently there was a bit of bad, like best bad horribleness, especially if you're a gamer. Uh, and you know we like to follow our news because that's how we know what's going on. Um, Joystick recently went under. Well, it didn't go under, but AOL I guess filed for bankruptcy and that in turn uh, tanked uh, tanked Joystick out. But um, they're back in some form, and uh, as as you know as usual, because my voice can get very grating very quickly, we'll have the lovely Hannah read this piece of news. Hannah. This week in nerd news, Joystick rises from the dead as part of Engadget at SiliconAngle.com. 
A few days after Joystick was shut down by its nebulous AOL overlords and stripped of its special publications like Massively and WoW Insider, the video game news site has resurfaced as a part of also AOL-owned tech news site Engadget. Joystick X Engadget is the new home we're creating on Engadget dedicated solely to gaming coverage, Joystick's Ben Gilbert wrote. Not game coverage, but gaming coverage. That's an important distinction. We are not in the business of providing press release regurgitations, trailer-based marketing for big-budget games, or previews based on carefully scripted PR events. Gilbert promises that the new joystick will focus on the intersection of life and games with a concentration more on gaming culture and live streaming than on new releases and industry news. So yeah, that's interesting. Joystick, X, and Gadget. Um, so it's it's I guess it's a branch of Engadget that is now meant to cover solely gaming. Which is, you know, it's kind of cool because gaming is is such a huge it's not even it's not even a subculture of tech anymore, it's its own thing. And, you know, I feel like you know, Joystick itself was already a site that covered only gaming. So, but uh, as far as it being its own site, you know, just the return of Joystick, maybe maybe not so much the return of Joystick like they were saying, but it's it's definitely it's a step in the right direction because we have it back in some form. It's a lot of the same people behind it and the same quality coverage, and there was some really good quality coverage on Joystick. So that's definitely something to look forward to. So just keep looking out for that because it's happening. Okay, next bit of news um, kind of kind of pertains to uh, the interview we're having later, not directly, but it is toy related, um, because uh, the, the one of the ways that this came to surface was because of the toy uh, a toy leak, and we got to plug those leaks, guys. But anyway, so this has to do with Jurassic World and some of the some of the stranger things that people are thinking they might be seeing. Let's have a listen. Will Jurassic World feature multiple hybrid dinosaurs at ScreenRant.com? The wreckage has been cleared, the bodies have been buried, and the world's most dangerous theme park has been rebranded as Jurassic World, a fully functioning zoo filled with genetically engineered dinosaurs that's open to the eager public. As a bonus hook, the scientists of Jurassic World have used their infernal powers to create at least one hybrid dinosaur, because apparently the regular ones weren't deadly enough. Indominus Rex is the main hybrid dinosaur of the movie, bearing a close resemblance to the T-Rex, but also featuring a blend of traits from other carnivorous species to create the most fearsome dinosaur ever to be displayed at Jurassic World. It can reach speeds of, and possibly over, 30 miles per hour with a roar estimated to reach 160 decibels according to the brochures. Did the scientists stop at one hybrid dinosaur though or are there more lurking behind the fences of Jurassic World? Last month a set of toy listings that offered the first look at Indominus Rex also listed a dinosaur called Stegoceratops among the bashers and biters collection of the tie-in toys and now the first image of the hybrid dinosaur and action figure has appeared on the retail site Wind Designs. The above image shows a wounded version of the creature with JW branded on its leg which is presumably a tattoo that the Stegoceratops got to signify her love for John Williams. If the Stegoceratops is actually in Jurassic World and not just a concept that was created for the toy line, this would mark the second time that the creature has been seen in a movie. The first time was in the 1983 caveman sci-fi action film Yor, The Hunter from the Future, in which the hero battles a dinosaur with the head of a Triceratops, the spines of a Stegosaurus, and the ferociousness of a honey badger. Based on what's been shown in the trailers, it's probably more likely that Stegoceratops won't actually be in the movie, and it's just been created for Hasbro's toy collection. From what we know of Jurassic World's plot, it seems like the Indominus Rex is the Hammond Creation Lab's first attempt at creating a hybrid dinosaur, making it unique in that respect. So throwing in other hybrid dinosaurs could end up distracting from the allure of the Indominus. That's not to say that the Stegoceratops won't be referenced in any way. Perhaps it will be brought up as one of a number of future hybrids that the scientists are planning to create if Indominus is a hit. But as cool as it would be to see another Stegoceratops fight scene, it's probably best to keep the focus on the main villain of the movie. Okay, so first of all, it's hard to top something as cool sounding as Indominus Rex. Like, seriously. you You may as well have called it Badass Zilla. You know, it's crazy. And I mean, if the preliminary photos of him are any are uh, are at all any indication, and by preliminary photos I mean the ones that were leaked off the birthday plates or the birthday favors and stuff, because he looks super sick. Um, this Stegoceratops looking thing is probably one of the weirder things I've ever seen. Uh, it, it looks like something I, I actually think I did draw this in fifth grade, thinking it was the thing. I'm not even sure anymore because I'm old and gross, but. Um, there have been, and this happened a lot in the first line of Jurassic Park toys, and they do touch on this. Um, they do a lot of dinosaurs that would have been like or great concepts, or they might have fit in, in the universe, but they weren't in the movie. So I'm thinking, I I, I kind of think that's the that's the road they're going to take with this, especially because if you look at the trailer, the first trailer that came out for Jurassic World, you see a lot of normal dinosaurs. But you know, I mean, they, but they went to great lengths to to uh, to hide Indominus Rex's like full like on screen. Uh, appearance and maybe they're doing that with uh, stegoceratops and whatever other dinosaurs but we'll see 
Um, I'm really interested to see. I, I honestly, I think it's the as far as prog- uh, Jurassic World goes, it's the best idea for progression of the series because the whole thing is just rooted in genetic manipulation. So obviously, I mean, we live in a world now that's so jaded, apparently, that dinos bringing dinosaurs back to life is so blase. You know, we get so blase about it. That's like let's just make new dinosaurs. Yeah, that's how. That's that's a good idea, which is the premise of the movie, huh? Well, okay then. Okay, so next bit of news is uh, is a big one for for my Marvel movie friends out there. I'll just I'm just gonna come out and say it. I love Marvel. I, you know, they're, I've been reading Marvel comics since I was a kid. I'm, I'm an X Men Blue fan for way way back. I think uh, early to mid '90s X Men with Jim Lee at the helm is some of the best stuff I've ever read in terms of comics. And we have fi- we have a bit of news that's been long awaited, and it has to do with a, a certain arachnid named fellow who is finally joining the ranks of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Let's hear about that. It's official. Spider-Man will appear in the Marvel movies at io9.com. Big, big news. Spider-Man will no longer stand along in Sony Pictures. Peter Parker will be joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Marvel just announced that Spider-Man will appear in an unspecified Marvel film that takes place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Then after this appearance, Sony Pictures will thereafter release the next installment of its 4 billion Spider-Man franchise on July 28, 2017 in a film that will be co-produced by Kevin Feige and his new expert team at Marvel and Amy Pascal. Together, they will collaborate on a new creative direction for the web slinger. Sony Pictures will continue to finance, distribute, own, and have financial creative control over the Spider-Man films. What does that mean? It could mean that we're getting a whole new Spider-Man franchise or another Andrew Garfield movie, or maybe even the Sinister Six film that's been kicking around forever. However, July 28, 2017 is currently set as the date for Marvel's Thor, Ragnarok, but hell, that might all change now. Honestly, we're inclined to think that just about anything Sony was previously developing is most likely thrown out the window, including spinoffs, and Marvel will no doubt be taking the wheel on the character's development from here on out. Especially with this line so clearly printed in the Marvel release. Together, they will collaborate on a new creative direction for the web-slinger. That's big. Oh, and also, Spider-Man coming over to Marvel may lead the way for other Marvel characters showing up in Spider-Man movies as well. Marvel and Sony Pictures are also exploring opportunities to integrate characters from the MCU into future Spider-Man films. Holy cow. Okay, so, we got Spider-Man. What does it mean? I don't know. Is he getting... Is he, is he going to Is he going to continue to be played by Andrew Garfield? Is he... Is he getting spinoffs? Is he getting his own movie? Will he will he be a one shot character who just supports stuff? You know, um, I mean, it's 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 said that the I mean, four billion dollars for the next movie, which is in two thousand seventeen, I guess that's kind of a ways off. I mean, I wonder if I'll make any other appearances leading up to that. You know, we'll we'll see. But um, I you know if 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 uh, if Marvel's got him back because that's such a weird thing to say. <laughs> if Marvel has their own property back, but yeah, so. They, I mean, they can do whatever with them the hell they want. So we'll we'll see what happens. But I mean, I like I like the potential for the Sinister Six because that was that was uh, that was very strongly hinted at and amazing too. So we'll see we'll see what goes down. But I, uh, you know, I, I feel like they might do a little more with him leading up to his big movie because um, I really I, I really do hope that because Spider Man is kind of a huge beloved character. And I just kind of hope he doesn't kind of fall into Hulk category. I love Hulk. I love the Hulk in, in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, but he doesn't have a lot of luck by himself. So let's 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 see if they if they uh, if they treat Spider Man the right way. I wonder who's going to direct this one. I don't know. Colonel Jost doesn't seems a little tired, and I guess maybe James Gunn would be the next logical choice as far as that goes. But we'll see. And then we'll we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> My God, the toys that are going to come out for this are going to be crazy. But so yeah, that's uh, that's been the nerd news. Okay, so here's the big feature that everybody I hope has been waiting for. Um, I recently sat down with um, the brand manager of a new and up and coming toy company called True Force Collectibles. Uh, is the brand manager's name is Jared Casson? Uh, I think I'm saying it right, Casson. Yeah, he's <laughs> during the interview. Uh, before the interview, he said it was it was akin to Casanova, and that's how I remembered it. <laughs> But uh, he was a great dude, um, super nice guy, huge toy fan. He's really into it. Um, they recently launched a Kickstarter campaign uh, trying to get this fantastic uh, Mega Man X uh, figure made. And guys, this thing is one of the like it's not even made yet, but the concept art is is or the concept of it is so like dead on. It's it's a rendition of Mega Man X that I've never seen. That if I had the money and the engineering skills to make my own figure, this is what I would make him look like. Um, and you guys will hear all about it in the, in the upcoming interview, but uh, just fair warning, I get really hyped during this interview, which is to say I don't get too loud, but I jump around in topics a lot, so 
just kind of follow because um, there's a lot to there's a lot to take in, and he's just a cool guy to listen to. And uh, for my fellow collectors who are into um, other stuff, you know, Godzilla and just Bandai, and, well, not necessarily, yeah, Bandai, Godzilla stuff like that. Listen pretty closely because there's some stuff to hear in this one. So yeah, just uh, let's let's have a listen to the interview. Oh, by the way, it's also pretty long, but when you put two guys who are, you know, basically toy nerds in, in front of each other, it's going to happen. I mean, you, you know you know that's going to happen, but... So, uh, here's my interview with uh, True Force Collectibles brand manager, Jared Casson. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back for another session of Incaduct Talk. I know it's been a long, long time, but um, I promised you guys it would be worth it, and it totally is. Um, I don't know how many of you guys have been uh, prowling Kickstarter lately. I, I do all the time, just because there's some great projects that come up, especially being a, a fan nerd of various things that I am. Um, if you guys remember last year, I helped sponsor uh, Godzilla, the symphonic concert, and uh, my friend Kyle's um, Kickstarter for getting his documentary made, also Godzilla. So, and within the same vein of things that are just as awesome, I came across uh, a Kickstarter pro- uh, program for uh, a small company called True Force Collectibles, and they're looking to engineer what looks to me like the most amazing rendition of Mega Man X in action figure form I've ever seen. And uh, with me today to talk about that is their brand manager, Jared Casson. Hello. Hi, everyone. This is Jared. How you doing, man? Um, thanks for being on the show. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Appreciate no, it. No problem. Just anything to get the word out. This um, just I just want to get right into it. Looking at the specs on on this figure and the and the concept art, it's 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 incredible. It's uh, how did you guys get inspired of, of Mega Man X of all of all characters? Well, uh, as you know, Mega Man has a pretty uh, you know large following and um, a pretty passionate following. So we wanted to choose a, a character that is really uh, loved by the video gaming and collectibles community as a whole. And, um, you know, we felt what better way to, you know, kick off our, our new line of collectibles than with Mega Man. So that's really where the inspiration came from. And um, Capcom has some really, uh, you know, amazing, you know, staff. And, and one um, artist in particular uh, drew up this incredible rendition of Mega Man as, you know, the community is very... Um, you know familiar with and we said this would make an amazing action figure so that's really where the uh inspiration came from oh awesome so um obviously you guys have been working with capcom directly um have they had a significant amount of input as to like the actual engineering of the figure or just his appearance um i would say more so the appearance um we're actually working with a very um uh, reputable and um, incredible uh, manufacturer by the name of sentinel a lot of people may be familiar with their products um, um, maybe in Asia, but they also have a lot of stuff that people uh, import now. Um, they have um, some Attack on Titan statues. They have Dino Getter figures that are um, they feature heavily uh, dot in diecast. And um, more recently, they've uh, gotten the Marvel license. So um, even though they don't have uh, the license for the U.S., um, they do have Marvel Iron Man's now. Wow. Yeah. People are really um, digging. I've been seeing some reviews online, and people really seem to dig them. Um, so yeah, they they have um, a really good track record, specifically with diecast and LED, which is what our figure uh, incorporates. So we fe- we felt that we um, they would be a great partner to work with on this. Wow, that's that's awesome. I'm actually um, one of my favorite figures is the Sentinel um, Jehuti from Zone of the Enders. Yes, uh, that thing is fa- a fantastic fi- uh, version of that figure. So that's I'm a little drooly now. I, I have to admit <laughs> that's 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 amazing. Yeah, we wanted to make sure that people are you know since we are a new company, we want people to know that we're working with um, a very reputable company that is uh, proven. You know, they have a track record of producing some great figures. So um, you know, they can rest assured that the product that we're going to be putting out is awesome. Okay, great. Um, so uh, talk a little bit about Kickstarter. So why Kickstarter? Well, uh, I guess, as you know, Kickstarter is an excellent way to, you know, reach out to the community and, and make a cause happen. So uh, we felt that it would, this, this particular project would be a great kicking, you know, no pun intended, but, a, you know, a great, a great way to kick off, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, our project. So, you know, when we uh, debuted at New York Comic Con um, this past October, I received tremendous feedback, you know, from the fans. They said, where can where can we donate where can we make this happen you know we, this thing is so cool what can we do and we told them that you know we would indeed have a kickstarter um launching very soon 
So it actually took a little bit longer to get everything finalized. You know, these things, you know, got to kind of plan out the rewards and, you know, make sure that everything is approved beforehand because we don't want to have anything, you know, unapproved, you know, going out yet. So um, it took some time, but we finally got to it um, a few weeks ago. And, um, yeah, it's been off to a great start. We're almost halfway there. Um, and we, you know, appreciate all the support from all the fans out there and, um, you know, especially, you know, from the likes of like you and, and all the other you know outlets that have reached out to us. So um, it's it's pretty awesome to see everybody sort of come together and, and make this happen. Oh yeah, we're just uh, I'm speaking from most gamers that I know, especially people that I personally shared this 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 uh, the campaign with. Um, Mega Man is it's kind of a it's a it's a huge IP, but it's it's one that hasn't there's not been a lot done with it. As a matter of fact, there's been a lot of um, a lot of games have been canceled that have that were supposed to come out that have that are Mega Man as the featuring character, right. and um, and there's been a just a huge boom, like you said. There's been a huge boom of um, of importing with figures lately, and just the, some of the stuff that comes out of Japan that never makes it overseas is is it's, it's tragic almost. So um, seeing a figure of this of this quality and this this it just looks amazing, and it, it's coming to us as as you know if we can get everything going. And I'm looking at the the page right now. I haven't I haven't refreshed it, but uh, with 24 days left, you're at uh, almost 97,000, almost 97,600. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's definitely um it's on its way. So let's you know, I'm I'm definitely gonna jump on that. Anybody who's listening, you should. I'll put the link down in the show notes. Um, so I'm gonna go back into the figure again. I mean, we're hopping all around a lot, but the more I look at this figure, the more I just want to keep talking about it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really awesome. I, I had the opportunity to play with the, little, the prototype, of course. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just in person, it just really has that wow factor that we really are going for, you know. Mm-hmm. Today's collectibles, they really do have that, like, whoa, this thing is awesome when you see it in person. And and um, I can tell you firsthand that it definitely has that. Um, I'm, a huge, I'm a huge collector myself. I mean, I have a huge collection, you know, of all the stuff that probably you guys collect. So I want the same figure that you guys want. So you guys have that advantage, you know. Oh yeah, by the by, a fan for a fan. That's exactly how how we like to do things. Exactly. Um. So uh, the die, die cast is nothing new in figures. It's 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 something that's made a resurgence a lot in, in the last couple of years. Um, according to the prototyping, he's going to have a uh, die cast. Uh, looks like um, the bottom of his boots, his shins, and his chest plates. Yes. And uh, my favorite my favorite part of the character of the figure is the LED cannon. Um, yes. Uh, have there been any unique challenges in, in engineering him specifically in this way? Because, um, like, I think back to way back when Bandai was making those little snap-together um, uh, model kits, and then uh, when D-Arts not too long ago put out their Mega Man figure, mm-hmm. um, one of my one of the big qualms a lot of people had about that figure was um, the effects part was a little too heavy for him, so he would kind of sink down. Yeah. So um, is this feedback that you guys have gotten from fans who will see the prototype and just kind of run it past you? Like, and uh, what are the challenges you guys have had in engineering the figure in such a way that you guys want it to come out? Yeah, that was definitely um, a concern of ours. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we specifically uh, spoke about that. You know, uh, we want the effects parts to not weigh down the figure. So um, what our solution was, and we are going to, you know, obviously test it and make sure that it works well beforehand is to... Um, cast the effects parts in a translucent uh, uh, in a hollow translucent plastic so that way um, it serves two f- functions one is uh, weight hopefully it's not too heavy and um, secondly and what I think is uh, really cool is the fact that when you attach it to the cannon and you turn the LED on it will illuminate the effect part so um, it'll have like a, a almost a, a glowing effect, like a charging up effect, mm-hmm. which which we think is going to be awesome, you know. And a lot of people out there are into toy photography and all that, and you know we feel that's going to be an, an excellent way to feature the figure. Awesome, and it's 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 great because it kind of solves both problems. It just sounds like you know it's like well you know we lighten the load up, well we lighten the weight up, but we also made it look super cool. I mean, in my opinion, that's how you solve a problem when it comes to a figure like this. Yes. Um, yeah, and in the event that it is um, too heavy, we will provide a stand. Okay, cool. Yeah. So there's, of course, there's been some forethought to, into um, just potential accessories down the road. Yeah, that's you know this is one of our major you know Mega Man's all about the blast you know he's all about the punch shots so you know we got to make sure that this blast is awesome. Okay, great. Uh, another question I want to I, I definitely have to ask for for friends of mine and and listeners who definitely who are collectors of just multiple things because when you collect you know you don't just collect from one line. Right. Um, on the you know let's you know 
I'm not even going to say on the odd chance because I know this figure is going to be a huge success and this 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 Kickstarter is going to just it's going to hit it. Have there have there been other ideas for franchises or brands that you guys are looking into? Um, we do, but unfortunately, I can't say anything. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have some. Uh, we do have, as you know, for the True Force brand itself, we have some exciting, um, uh, you know, licensors that we're working with. Um, we actually we will be at New York Toy Fair uh, next week. Oh, and great! We're, we're going to be having some big meetings, and um, you know, hopefully, we can get some some uh, good uh, you know announcements. Not not at the show, but you know, to to announce in the future as a result of the meetings mm-hmm. that we. You know, too. Uh, so will the figure will uh, will True Force and the figure be on display at the at, at New York Toy Fair? Yes, we will. We will be there. We'll actually be at the Bluefin distribution distribution booth. Um, they are actually our official distributors, so um, there will be a True Force uh, section there. Uh, the figure will be on display. Uh, we're actually receiving the official the first uh, sample from the molds. Um, so it's not it, it won't be a, like a like a clay sculpture. It's actually you know an, an official. Um, product, you know, from from the from the molds. Oh wow! Okay, great. So, uh, my East Coast fans, definitely, if you guys are going to New York Toy Fair, you you want to see this thing because I'm not going to get to. I live in California. I'm on the other side of the country, but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll be taking pictures. It's actually a, a private, more of a private show. Oh, got it. Okay, New Toy Fair. So, um, it's it's more of like industry professionals and all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, meetings and get-togethers and to show off, you know, things for the coming year. Oh, for sure. Um, uh, the. Bl- <laughs> Bluefin makes me even. Uh, it's it's just adding to the pedigree, and it's making me almost like the my inner kid and my outer my older collector are salivating because I mean, like Sentinel, you know, we've got that Jehuti figure and all the great stuff they put out, and then Bluefin. Um, I, I equate them with Tamashi Nations and the Godzilla figures and the monster art stuff, and I'm like, this 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 figure, it's. Yeah. I mean, not to be at all rude, but this is no joke. This is definitely up there in like the higher pantheon of collectibles. Yes, and it's it's definitely. It's definitely something that people should get in behind. I mean, I, I I'm having a hard time containing my hype for this figure because honestly, it's yeah. it's I've been a Mega Man player from from I don't want to say birth, but pretty pretty young. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, why Mega Man X versus Mega Man? Um. Well, Mega Man. Uh, Mega Man X has uh, I think I don't know, I'm not sure you know I don't speak of her fans, but it has a very large following. You know, Mega Man and Mega Man X both do. Mm-hmm. But um, we just felt like there's more, um, since he's more mature looking, you know, people, I think collectors tend to gravitate towards, you know, maturity and really cool, badass looking characters. Maggie Man is um, iconic in itself, of course, but maybe he looks a little too, you know, younger, you know, kitty. So that's why we decided to choose uh, Mega Man X. So um, if you don't mind, I'd like to just, you know, get, I'd like to, you know, let's get to know you a little bit. Yeah. So you've mentioned that you were a collector yourself. Um, That's right. What type of stuff do you collect? Um, basically everything that you do. I, I, I collect uh, Tamashii Nations, all the Bondi stuff. Um, I'm really into the SH Figure Arts Dragon Ball Z. Um, that's, um, you know, a huge popularity um, amongst, you know, fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking, I'm just looking around my room right now, actually. I have a NECA. <laughs> I have a NECA stuff. I love NECA Predators and Aliens. Um, I have a Hot Toys Elder Predator right on my desk. Ooh. Yeah. Um, that's a mortgage right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's pretty pretty pricey. Well, they, especially uh, you know, as time goes on, these hot toys they get they skyrocket in value. So, um, but Predator is like has been always been my like one of my favorites. I just love the designs of them. So mm-hmm. I have all like the NECA Predator and Alien stuff. So, um, yeah, I got I got I'm looking at it on my desk. Also, I got Injustice. I got Batman and Joker. Those the new Injustice figures, and. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> but, have you? Have you? Uh, are you one of the elite few that have uh, made the jump into sideshow collecting? I have not. No, I have yeah. only is, um, my my highest end collectibles are the are the hot toys. Hot toys, right on. I don't have. Um, I'm not a huge statue guy. I'm not a huge statue fan. Not you. Okay. I, I can appreciate it, but I, I like to you know to to move my figures and play with them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not that really play with them. But put them in a cool pose, and, and then if I get bored of it, I can change it up. Oh, that's yeah. Okay, that's great. Cool. Uh, yeah, I collect X plus. Um, which is mostly just you know vinyl statues, but um, you know they look cool and they photograph well. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, look out for the bluefin with uh, in terms of X plus. Wink, wink. Really? <laughs> just saying. Okay, um, guys, um, you heard it. So <laughs> I love when <laughs> stuff like that gets broken on my show. It's so rare. Okay. Yeah. Um, so. 
So you are definitely a fan. How did you get involved in the entire in the whole in the whole True Force um, whirlpool, as it were? I um I got I got involved in this industry through volunteering. It's actually it'll almost be a full year, almost a full a full circle, where um, I got into this industry. Um, I actually volunteered for Bluefin Distribution. Um, oh wow! Yeah, and um, they you know they they were very impressed by my you know, my knowledge of the industry and they, I showed them pictures of my collection and all that. And, um, they were very impressed by me and that's kind of how I got my foot in the door essentially. And then they, they told me about a, a project, um, that they are potentially working on, you know, the, the true force thing. And, uh, um, yeah, that's kind of how it all happened. Cool. Do you have an idea where the name comes from? It's very striking to me. True Force. Uh, that's actually me. I, I created the name True Force. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, everything, all the True Force stuff is is all me. Um, I helped create it from scratch with um, some other industry executives, and um, it's been a real blast. It's been a real fun to just sort of from from nothing, you know, bring it up to where it's at now. It's it, I'm pretty uh, proud of where it's at and where it's going. Um, you know, from nothing to almost like 2,000 fans in a matter of a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, has been really exciting and uh, yeah the, the name true force um derives from the f- fact that we wanted it to be um um uh, we wanted to feel like we're a true force to be reckoned with that was the, that was always the, the first thing that came in my head true force to be reckoned with and then i was like you know true force that kind of sounds pretty cool and then you know i just you know started playing with the spelling and stuff and i just took out the e and you know just combined the letters into one word and that's um, awesome that's kind of how it all started yeah and uh, we've played with logos and you know the t and the f you know and it just uh there's a lot to do, you know. There's a lot of possibilities with the with the lines and stuff. So that's kind of where the true force came from. Mm-hmm. And it is it is very apt actually, because I mean, as as we were talking about collectible collectibles are that's money. I mean, that's it's a very competitive market now. It's not like back in the days of like Kenner and Playmates and Hasbro. Now you have like you have thirty companies that all make one character, their rendition of it, and it's got it's it behooves them to make the highest possible quality of it. Yeah, and um, I'm happy to say without even having my hands on the figure that this this Mega Man X is probably the defining figure of of like rendition of the of the character. Um I yeah, guess that's exactly what we're kinda of going for. You know, we want this to be want this to be the iconic, like the definitive X. I know it's not the, you know, X as as we know him from the game, mm-hmm. but the the heart and the character is there. You know, the essence of the character is, is all there. Mm-hmm. Are you yourself a gamer? Uh, yeah, I play games. I haven't really played too many games in in recent times, but um, I've always been more of a PC gamer, though. Gotcha. His, um, yeah, his appearance was very striking to me because he he reminded me when I saw him actually because I thought he was the rendition of Mega Man from a from a super obscure role playing game he was in called Mega Man X Command Mission. Uh huh. And like I I talked to people who've never played that game, and I I kept I keep going back to the uh, to the concept art and the the way he looks, and I'm like he looks just like that, and that's to me has always been his his. Uh, his best rendition because you know you think about Mega Man X he starts off as regular looking Mega Man but he starts putting stuff on mm-hmm. um, as far as Mega Man X goes he needs to you know, the X is for variables but I always felt that Mega Man X himself should have a different look and you guys captured that entirely with this so yeah it's it's really a, it's, it really is a striking look it, it really uh, is, is a bit unique and it has a very um, a futuristic aesthetic to it you know streamlined and um, I love the little neon accents that are kind of um you know, dotted through their figure. It looks really cool. Which you guys actually managed to amp up in the in the uh, the the Kickstarter test variant. That thing looks really cool. Yeah, that was uh, that was my. I thought that would be really cool to see. You know, because we Mega Man's always blue. Mm-hmm. But, you know, let's see how he looks. You know, like silver or something like that. You know, like sort of like the idea behind it was um, to create a an armor where it's like a prototype armor. You know, kind of like a Mark II. You know, from yeah. Iron Man. Um, I just thought that, you know, Mega Man has such an awesome armor. Like, how, how cool would that be with, like, you know, a silver and orange theme to it, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. So. Yeah, he rocks it. Yeah, you, you, you definitely hit it on the head. That's yeah. super, super good. It's going to be awesome, yeah. It is. Okay. Um, wow, we're, so we're running up there. So um, real quick again, uh, I, I mean, there's a lot of different reward tiers, but, you know, I don't want to hit all of them. But um, do you want to kind of briefly touch on the, the ones that, you know, are definitely going to be the most um, – worthwhile the collectors to be like this is where you definitely want to look yeah sure um well 
you know, we, we, when we first launched, we, we had, you know, specific tiers and, and, um, from what we gathered, um, fans really want the figure, you know, that's the heart, that's the, you know, the bread and butter of, of the campaign is that figure. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really, uh, we sort of, you know, geared the rewards to a lot of people to get the figure itself, you know? Um, so we have, you know, you, you can choose to get the figure by the, there's the standard figure with the blue or, um, the exclusive color version. And, um, that's been a really popular choice, obviously, because there's nowhere else to get it. Once you, you know, you can only get it through there. And you know, as you know, with these kind of collectibles, those things, you know, they they get really um, uh, pricey, you know, mm-hmm. on the secondary market after after they're all out. So, um, you know, and, and being that it's such a cool color scheme too, I think that uh, fan that's also why fans are really gravitating towards that. Um, and then, of course, we have um, you know the special uh, fiery effects um, that people also have been really um, asking about. Unfortunately, we don't have any pictures yet. You know of the of the actual you know colors, but we do have on the Kickstarter page we have the effects themselves of what they you know plan to look like. By the way, with those effects, um, they are designed to be combined, mm-hmm. um, which is a really cool feature. You know, fans have the, now have the choice to you know make the effects the way they want. So you know you have the base part; it's kind of like the star shaped, and then you have just the this you know the more normal blast, and then you have the charge up blast, and then you have a, the the supercharge blast that has yeah. both in one which is uh, really cool and fun. Um, so, yeah, but, yeah, overall, the figure itself is, is what everyone wants, so that's what we uh, gave people, you know, the option to get that. Awesome. It's, that's, I, I, I already foresee the, the gray one being the, uh, the one that people, people buying that reward tier and then leaving the gray one in the box. That's pretty much how I see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also want to sort of bring some love to the, um, the print. I know it hasn't been out-released yet, um, the same artist that actually did the original Mega Man is working on a, the Rider Chaser, his uh, vehicle, and uh, that's actually uh, our next pr- planned project. Is uh, the Rider Chaser? We thought that it would be really cool to have a vehicle to complement uh, Mega Man. What? Uh, yeah, I thought we thought that it was you know be something fun, a little unique. You know, everyone wants everyone wants a Zero, of course. You know, we want to, but you know, we sort of wanted to do something a little special, a little different for now because every you know everybody has you know Mega Man and, and Zero. So we said, how can we, how can we really, you know, compliment Mega Man? I mean, of course, Zero is a great compliment, and we do want to do him. Um, but you know, we said, let's. What if we do something different that nobody's really expecting? So that's where the uh, the Rider Chaser kind of came in, and uh, we have some ideas that are, you know, in in the pipeline for that, like it being transformable and stuff like that. So oh, that'd be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you know, maybe it'll come with like special hands that allow Mega Man to uh, grip it, you know, the handlebars, and. Um, yeah, you know, it's still obviously very in the very early stages. Oh, of course, yeah. But um, that's kind of what you guys can expect next. And that opens up all kinds of possibilities because it's like, I mean, because I'm thinking about, I mean, Zero, yeah, because Zero is like a huge fan favorite. He's got his own following now almost, but like yeah. Mega Man himself, you know, you have um, the the Ride Chaser just sounds great. And then I'm thinking about like the right armor he had. Yeah. And then like if, if and I'm, this is me just being a fan, but like, I'm thinking about like Mavericks and stuff, that'd be ridiculous, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you never know, they play, there's so many possibilities with the Mega Man franchise. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, um, again, thanks for sitting down with me. I'm really glad we, uh, we were able to find time to have this conversation. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. I mean, it's been a real fun conversation, you know, just two nerds talking about action figures. Pretty much. Yeah, this is my day. So, yeah, um, uh, I definitely hope to follow up with you as, as the uh, as the project progresses. And uh, just you know, just to kind of, you know, keep an eye on where you're at. And as yeah. far as this figure goes, and I definitely just as a, as a from collector to collector, I, I just I really want to see this succeed. And it's always it's always cool knowing somebody who collects it's also in the business. So. Yeah, because you guys know this stuff way better than we ever could. So, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm telling you right now, I'm a huge fan. That you know, I'm not a fake fan. I, I, if you came to my room right now, you'd see I have stuff all over the place. This is, I know, I didn't, I moved from New York to uh, pursue this. You know, so um, moved from New York to California. Wow, so, awesome. So it's been a you know a big change for me as well. Cool, great. Well, thank you. This bit's been uh, Jared Casson. I said yes, that right. That's correct. Yes. Okay. He's the uh, brand manager of True Force Collectibles. Um, I will have a link to the Kickstarter p- uh, campaign down in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, again, guys, it's I'm still looking at the page. You know what? I'm actually going to refresh it right now, just <laughs> just, to, just because I say I did. Yeah. Okay, ninety-seven thousand three hundred eighty. So we, you know, let's get going on this. There's still twenty-four days to go, guys. So, you know, get in there, um, pre-order your figure because that's essentially what this is. It's a pre-order, 
and you're helping get them started. And you you heard the pedigree, so the potential for not just Mega Med, but whatever else they could crank out is there. So let's 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 back them. So um, uh, Jared, thanks a lot. Thanks again, Josh. Appreciate it. All right. Um, I want to thank Jared again for sitting down with me and taking the time. It was a lot of time too. It was, uh, I believe, the interview is almost half an hour. So it's going to take up the bulk of this show. But um, it's that's what everybody came for. I would I'm going to assume it's not my husky manly voice because I sound sick. So uh, yeah. So the link for the Kickstarter will be in the show notes. Um, you guys definitely have to get behind this thing. At the time of this recording, and of course, this, you know, this I, I record in, like in the past and launch in the future. There's 20 days to go at this point, and they're up to 113 thousand dollars. They're over halfway there, with 20 days left. So, and of the 200 thousand dollar goal, we can totally hit this. We can get this freaking figure made, and and we can especially not miss out on that on that silver and orange um, uh, alternate color. My God, this thing is so cool. But uh, yeah, let's 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 see what's going on. Hopefully, we can get this thing made. Uh, I I would definitely like to to see see a figure of this quality of this character come out because I mean I love Capcom, love Street Fighter, love all that stuff, but they're not doing much with Mega Man right now. And um, Mega Man's an IP that still has a lot of a uh, lot of uh, potential behind it because he's just so well loved. He's such a history, and uh, you know these guys saw enough into that to be like yeah let's make a figure of it because like i said like i said in the interview i love the drs figure but i do have some issues with it and uh this figure is engineering it looks, it looks looking like it's going to correct a lot of that stuff and give us a super cool looking figure at the same time so that's hey why the hell not so again so thank you and shout outs to true force collectibles is brand manager jared Casson and uh guys get on that kickstarter and just get this thing made all right uh, let's move on to another one of our uh, time-honored features, Geek History. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. All right, so as usual, I'm going to have my lovely-voiced wife read the, read the news. Hannah? Today in Geek History, February 11th, 1839, Almond Brown Stowager, who invented the rotary dial for telephones, automatic telephone exchange, is born. February 11th, 1986, science fiction author Frank Herbert, author of the Dune series, dies in Madison, Wisconsin at age 65. And February 11th, 2000, Space Shuttle Endeavor lifts off to carry off a shuttle radar topography mission. I said news. It's history. But it was news at the time, so I'm half right. All right. That being said, let's go right into... uh, Well, I do have some plugs I want to tell you guys about, so let's do that. Okay, of course, there's there's the Kickstarter campaign. Again, link in the show notes. Um, I also was, um, I watched a movie a while ago, a little indie, like, movie short. It was a zombie movie called Super Zero, A Badass Journey into Zombie Awesomeness. And I wrote a review of it on, uh, on Discrete Error a while, like, a while ago, a couple, like, a month ago now, maybe. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. It was, it was de- definitely an interesting premise and a, a pretty, uh, different take on the whole zombie franchise, or zombie, um, genre, rather. And uh, I, I, I've seen it again a couple of times since, and I, I still think it's as good now as it was when I first saw it. So you know, just give it a look. It's free on YouTube, and what do you have to lose? So yeah, just check it out. And uh, if you want to check out the, uh, there's a review of it on on discreteera.me, and I will put a link to that also in the show notes. Or you guys can just go to discreteera.me and read all the archives because, you know, that's also helpful. All right. So oh, and of course. Um, I don't know if you all know this. My wife runs a, a paleo blog for people who live in the Bay Area or who, wherever because it's also kind of a budget blog because we don't have money. Um, I podcast for for nothing unless somebody wants to, you know, sponsor because it's a great show. And, yeah. Anyway, so um, her blog is uh, Sobe Paleo. It's S-O-B-A-Y Paleo. Like as in, you know, well, because we live in the South Bay Area, so South Bay Paleo, I guess. But, yeah, check it out on uh, – on WordPress. I will have a link for that in the show notes as well. Stop by there. Um, I can tell you guys that each and every one of those recipes is tested and approved because I've been eating it since we got married and it's it's the best thing in the world. Seriously, I've lost about 80-something pounds on this food so and it tastes awesome. So <laughs> seriously, it, it works. Just do it. Um, and that's it for the plugs. And let's do some shout-outs. Okay, first shout out this week is going to go out to at True Force Toy. And that's true with no e. So as you heard in the interview, so at True Force Toy, that's the um, obviously it's True Force Collectibles. They're working to get that Mega Man figure made again. Go back it. It's not. It's not going to kill you. Um, 
Next one's going to go out to at the NOTLG, Night of the Living Geeks, at the not, or at the not LG. Uh, that's my new home right now. And for the conceivable future, I'm not saying right now like I'm going to bail on you guys because, I mean, John knows where I live. Next shout out is uh, at Super Zero. Uh, that's the director of the Super Zero zombie movie that I was just talking about. Again, go check it out. Let them know what you think on, on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, next one is at Pickle Microwave because I have also returned to Pickles in the Microwave and I'm doing a semi-regular features. Fighting Game Friday has been is now a bi-weekly show just because life gets busy. But uh, we've been doing a lot of Killer Instinct. I love Killer Instinct, as you guys well know, so there's a lot to look at. Um, I can't spoil what we have coming up next, but you know, you, you guys should definitely check it out. You'll feel really guilty about it if you don't. Ha ha ha. And finally, we have at Sobe Paleo, which is uh, my wife Hannah's, the Twitter that's linked to her blog. She's also on Instagram as Sobe Paleo. And if you guys want to see some like more... I guess instant, you know, if you guys need some instant gratification, shout outs to my poison curious quail to just see what we're eating right away. So you can be like, Oh, well, what's that looks good. That's amazing. And I don't have a dinner idea. And this blog is great. It's the greatest paleo blog on the internet. Maybe. Uh, yeah. You can just hop on Instagram, and check her out, or you can just go to at Sobe paleo and she answers. She'll be more than happy to just answer questions about recipes and give suggestions. Mm. And like I said, 80 pounds eating that food. It's awesome. Okay, guys, so um, I'm going to go ahead and... What's this part of the show? Oh, yeah, this is the part of the show where we give you the info on how to get a hold of me. Follow on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Google+, and Facebook. You can email Joshua at inconductic at gmail.com or text him or leave him a message at 347-709-0501. You can subscribe on iTunes, and if you're so inclined, give a rating and or leave some feedback. Inconductic is also on Stitcher. All right, that'll just about do it, and we still got a pretty big show involved. So um, I want to thank everybody for coming back and hanging in there. Uh, this is episode 38 now, yeah? And I should have said the beginning of the show. I, I'm so ugh, I'm so frazzled. It's it's really not frazzled. I was just hyped because of this interview. It was just one of the, the greatest things I've done on this show so far. Um, I really hope to catch up with uh, with Jared and and True Force later on the, down the line because I know this I know this 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 Kickstarter is going to be a success and and you guys heard there's there's a pretty amazing pedigree behind this going into this figure so you know they're, they're, they uh, them as a company are going to be huge too so we'll see what happens and I hope to catch up with them down the line just have them on again once they're super famous or not super famous super huge all right so. That's it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take off because my throat is starting to hurt and I'm starting to sound super hoarse. So I'll just say those lovely words you all have been waiting to hear. I'm Joshua Evo. This is Inconductic and I am Outconductic. Take care of yourself. <laughs>